Welcome to Date Night Podcast, a tabletop role-playing game podcast set in the homebrew world of Volunaya. Let's explore a whole new world together. You're not standing anymore as you get inside the heart. It's full of blood and it's pushing it through. You feel yourselves get pushed through uh, push through a couple of uh, valves like that you have to almost squeeze through to get through and then you get ejected kind of out of the top of this thing and you can feel yourself on like a reverse uh, water slide. Umu's caught between wanting to go wee and ah! I'm using an action mm-hmm. to grow gills on my goat form. No! Don't. Okay, you, you can do that. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, so you're bre- you do breathe in some blood mm. into your gills. Uh, and you find it's not necessarily suited to your aquatic form. You don't say. Uh, I need everybody to roll constitution checks as you're basically holding your breath in this water slide. 21. Constitution, uh, yeah, checks, checks. 15. 8. Okay. It's dice. 5. On its way, right. going um, to jail. Umu and Kira. Almond's having the time for life. <laughs> Uh, as you are unable to breathe throughout this process, uh, before you emerge on the other side and are ejected um, into this new space, uh, you'd suffer five points of damage. And when you are ejected into the new space, you see this storm of static is flashing across the dark horizon in front of you, blasting between dull-colored masses uh, that surround you, and then also translucent um, smaller masses. It's a very alien landscape. It's only lighted past the short ranges of your dark vision in a strobing kind of fashion, making it even more difficult to take in. Because every time the strobes flash, the shapes seem to have changed a little bit ahead of you. So trying to get an idea of what's in front of you or how to map where you're going to be going is difficult because those um, areas sort of keep changing. This is a bad trip. (laughs) Uh, The closest approximation you can come to is something somewhat similar to the fibrous connections between, uh, like in the tentacle-like bridges that sometimes connected things in the fungal cities. Um, You have some of those bridges connecting some of the masses here. Uh, But it's still far as alien from that as those fungal cities are from a human city. Like, it's it's completely different than what you're used to. Uh, the bridges are translucent, and occasionally you can see colorful pul- pulses of energy blast by underneath your feet uh, on these bridges as you sort of uh, walk across one of them to a, a, trying to get to a larger area that's a little bit more stable based on kind of where you all landed here. Um. And those pulses blast across the dark spaces in between the larger sections. So all of you uh, making a dash off of the precariousness of these bridges where you emerged, I needed you to make uh, dexterity checks. Oh. Not fail. This effing dice. Really? One? Mm-hmm. Seven? Ten. <laughs> all right. Uh, Umu... You don't fall or anything, but you're making very slow progress. Is this a dex uh, save? Dexterity check. check. Six. Aaron, what was yours? Seven. Seven. How do you have a six? 
Because I rolled a three. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong dice. Okay. Um, Aaron and Kira, you're down basically on your knees, like hug- or basically hugging this Ama. thing. Ama. <laughs> um, that's not going to happen. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Philia! Philia! <laughs> um, Greasy, you start tumbling off the edge. Whoa! I reach out. Oh, you're in no position okay. to reach out. Thorn whip. Uh, yeah, you got a shot at him with thorn whip. So roll a spell attack. 18 plus 6. That beats your AC, right, GW? 24. Mm-hmm. All right, you can feel... I do it without the damage portion of the... No, no he's going to have to take that too, but right. but you can pull him back. So you extend this thorn whip out, Indiana Jones style, just wrap mm-hmm. it around uh, mm-hmm. Grease Wizard just as he gets to about the edge of your uh, range on it. And you yank him back onto the platform where he regains his footing, and he takes one d two d six because you're fifth level. Nine, nine. Well, you know, thorn whip damage doesn't exist. Okay, what type of damage does that do? Ah, blah blah blah. blah. Damn it! I've never heard of that kind of damage before. The blah blah blah. Sorry. It does it piercing. <laughs> does that type of damage? Okay, so roll t- a deception check to convince your ring that piercing damage doesn't exist. Piercing damage does not exist. Okay, you passed. Mm-hmm. So now you can't deal piercing damage for what is it? The next hour, but you take half. Is that how it works? It's been a while since we've used the it's ring. For a minute, your ignorance. Oh, for a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you take half or no? Uh, resistant to that damage. Okay. Half. You take four. Nice. All right. Go Reign of Blissful Ignorance. Yay. All right. Um, so that's pretty much what you have. Now you're much more careful, kind of sliding across this bridge to the other side instead of running. Um, and you make it across onto a relatively stable section of one of the central masses. And you can see that there are six tentacles spi- spiraling out from your center in all directions, including, or tendrils, including the one that you just came across, which is really the skinniest of them. Most of them look like they're a little bit thicker in terms of their connection to each other. Might be a little bit easier to navigate. Um, can you all roll a perception check, please? We should have brought Zev. Or investigation. Hearing or sight? No, perception, sight. 14. 19. 16. Uh, wait. Uh, 16. Kira and Ama, um, you can see this being. It's nearly translucent, but kind of vaguely black, like a weekly cast shadow. You see that? It's near one yeah, of the tendrils. crazy, right? What, what were your numbers again? 16. 19. 19. Ama, you notice that it's actually gnawing or chewing on one of these tendrils where it connects to the platform that you're on. Hey, you cut that out. All right. As you shout across the thing, um, and you you all look where Ama's looking, you can see uh, that this creature kind of snaps its head over to you just as it chomps through the last of that bit of the tendril. uh, And its mouth is glowing this bright fluorescent blue, kind of like what the kids looked like the one time we had to stop them from having glow sticks because they chomped into one of those glow bracelets and had it all over their face in the dark. As everyone will understand and Mm -hmm. be able to relate to. So you can imagine that kind of fluorescent glow like spattered over this thing's mouth area. Um, He spots you 
and hisses and makes a dash trying to get to the the next closest tendril that hasn't been uh, uh, chewed off. And he's skirting kind of the edge of the central platform. So he's running away? Looks like he's running from the tendril he just chewed to another one of the tendrils that's still connected to something. How far away Bow is he? Bow and arrow? Uh, he's maybe 100 feet away. Oh, okay. Or, you know, on scale. He's on kind of the opposite end of this big platform that you emerged onto. Bow and arrow? Yeah, okay. And start running. Okay. 21? Yeah, that hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Fourteen. All right. So you let loose, and this arrow flies across the length of the platform. It disappears into the darkness for a second, and then the strobe flashes up again, and you can see it's still on course for this thing as it's uh, running because you led the target enough. It strikes into the side of him, um, and you can see, like, this light kind of erupt from inside, maybe because of what he was kind of chewing on before. And he starts careening over the edge of this platform. And as he does, you hear him kind of say, Kira, kaka. <laughs> And he crumbles off the side of the uh, platform. Ooh, got him. Okay. As you take him out uh, and he falls over, you can see that like over his shoulder toward the tendril where he was running to, um, the whole platform flashes blue and fires a crackling beam down the tendril toward your platform, and it ignites, your whole platform ignites in a phosphorescent blue, and it extends out to the other tendrils that are attached to your platform, but where the gremlin-type thing had gnawed through one of the tendrils uh, and left it unattached, that energy bursts out of that opening, and lightning streaks across the surface of the platform that you're on. I need all of you to make a dexterity save. 16. 15. 18. 12. Wait, I'm proficient. That means I get the extra points? You're over. So Okay. Yeah, you do get the extra points. Though, 19. But you're over the number. Uh, Ama, uh, the lightning streaks across, and everybody sort of dodges out of the way. Um, but as you were kind of watching the gremlin, it catches you a little bit more unaware. Um, and deals... 12 lightning damage. How convenient. I take half damage against lightning. Oh, are you a, a lightning dragonborn? Or yep. Blue, whatever that is. Is it blue? I didn't write that down. Okay. But I did write down. I, I think, have resistance I to lightning. So I think you're blue. Since this is blue, which matches in this area. Yeah. All right. Um, moments <laughs> that later. That works out well. Moments later, you see the adjacent platform start charging up for another blast. Um, but this time lightning seems to ripple across its surface as well. So it looks like it has a new unconnected, unconnected tendril where the lightning comes out and careens across its surface, tearing up the top of it, uh, like a plow bursting through dirt and it's sort of blasting up into the air. Uh, but the broken tendril, uh, isn't the one that links you to the platform, and now that blue energy is charging down again toward the platform that you're on. So it looks like it's coming sort of the same way. It's going to try and hit your platform again. A- you abandoned ship? Maybe second to try to do something. Yeah. How can how far apart are the two pieces that are broken? 
um, the the pieces that are you only have one piece broken on your platform. Mm-hmm. And how far apart is are the two edges? Uh, it looks like when the piece was severed, like the the rest of the platform or the bridge that led it to the other platform kind of fell down like a slack rope. Okay. So you're talking a couple hundred feet down as it's dangling from the old platform. I cast fly. Okay. So you're up in the air now for the next little while. You're concentrating. I don't know if you want to wear a hat. I'm glad you understood what That's I was going for. Concentration. Is there a, a platform that we can get to that hasn't been having these flashes? Uh, roll a perception check. Eight. It's not. It's got to be plus something with your wisdom. Uh, okay, sorry. Uh, Eleven. Okay. Uh, it's hard to tell in, in the dark with all the flashing going on which ones are still all the way connected. You know for a fact the one straight across where you're kind of looking where the gremlin was going uh, is doesn't have a connection because you saw lightning ripple across it, and you know yours doesn't have a connection. Um, one of the tendrils is damaged on yours, right? So there are four other potential tendrils you could run down. So you're sort of examining the platforms that they go to. Uh, you notice that they do all go to platforms, but you're not sure which ones are safe. First off, this goat is going through it today. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Second, uh, I rolled a uh, 16 plus 6. Uh, inve- so, perception check? Yeah. All right. So I'd like to check out the same thing. Yeah. You can see it looks like a burst of blue energy blasts through one of the uh, adjacent platforms, which maybe uh, has a bridge that runs 80 feet or so from yours to the next. And when it bursts through that one, it doesn't, it doesn't come to yours down the bridge. It goes down another bridge, but no lightning erupts on it. So it looks like it's sealed, if we can call it that. Guys, follow me. And I start running for it. I follow her. All right. Everybody roll athletics this time. Well, I kind of wanted to go see if well, I can grab the You can rope. fly, so. Yeah. Bummer. Okay. Well, I wanted to go see if I can grab the tendril that fell and try and okay. connect it. All right. Back. 16. I'll, you'll do that while everybody's running since it's a little ways away. Sure. So GW leaves the surface of this platform, starts supermanning it over um, to that hanging tendril. And what's all of your athletics checks again? Twelve. Twelve. Sixteen. Uh, f- three. Okay. <laughs> uh, Follow me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I go like rolling down. <laughs> Umu and Kira take the direction uh, Alma's heading and, and run with it. But Alma just kind of gets a little bit left behind. No, she doesn't fall. She just doesn't get off the platform in time uh, as the lightning streaks uh, across it. So I need you to make another deck save, Alma. Not great. <laughs> um, six. So that's another 11 lightning damage, half to five for you, because you're resistant. Thank goodness, because <laughs> yeah. Ama does not have as many hit points as Arn does. And then uh, you manage to make it across after taking that damage onto the other bridge. So you guys are on the bridge between the platforms. This one uh, seems like, so long as you're not sprinting across it, it doesn't look like you'll have too much, uh, I guess, danger of losing your footing on it. So you're relatively safe on this uh, spot. Uh, Grease Wizard, you get down to the edge of the um, tendril that's hanging slack. 
just as kind of a, a bolt of blue energy shoots out the bottom of it and shoots basically like a lightning bolt straight down, um, not in your current area. Um, but you see it does still sort of have a connection on the other side to something, mm-hmm. um, and it could occasionally blast. Uh, I'm going to try and connect it to the platform. I'm going to pick it up and dash and try and reconnect it. Okay. So you grab this tendril that's hanging loose, which is easy enough to do, and you fly up in about, it takes you like 10 or 12 seconds to shoot back up to, I guess if you're dashing, maybe half that, a few seconds to dash back up and try and make a connection. You can see that it's just basically these, as you grab a hold of it, uh, it's kind of, I guess, stringy, fleshy, grizzly, you might describe it as. Mm -hmm. Um, Someplace between flesh and like a a thin wire like you might wrap around something when you're tinkering. Uh, And as you bring it back up, you know, it's gnawed all around the edges unevenly. And uh, you look at the two different pieces. And if you just touch them back together, it doesn't look like they're trying to necessarily grab each other. Mm -hmm. Um, As you touch them and sort of check it, you see they just kind of flop a little bit. Can I run back down and try to cure wounds on it? I was going to call the spell squirrel over. Why don't you just like use your tinkering skill to try to make it stay? Your tinkering skill to reattach nerve endings. Reattach nerve endings. It's this. It's like this big around. It's like full sized. It's not like he's doing like actual real brain surgery. Well. You were struggling (laughs) to carry it up there like in while still flying. Okay. Yeah. I will. I'm going to try and. Hot glue it or something. Yeah. (laughs) Um, hmm. (laughs) I'm going to just try and tinker it back together. All right. Well, roll an intelligence tinkering check. So you get to add your intelligence modifier and your proficiency in tinkering. It's an eight. I'm going to run back and try to cure wounds. All right. Well, while you're doing that, he's trying to put this thing together um you kind of sew a little bit of like ganglia yeah well i was thinking something you had in your pouch like a little something from your kit Mm -hmm. that you take out and try to sew this thing back together and you're thinking yeah this will hold it (laughs) (laughs) and you kind of let go to let it test a little bit and it starts to swing back but you still have a you still have kind of a grip on it. So make a, a strength check as Umu's running up to see if you could hold it in place. Or athletics, if that helps. But it's probably the same. Uh, that was not a great roll. Uh, seven. All right. It slips out of your hands and starts careening back down into like a long swing. Swimming catch. Like All a right. pendulum. I'm going to go grab it. All right. You're going to burst back down that way? Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to take it if it happens again. All right, yeah, Umu, you see a bolt of lightning start streaking from the other, or a bolt of blue start coming down the other bridge toward oh your platform. Oh, God, do I have any? No, I have nothing. Just uh, you think you, there's a chance you could run and get out of the way, but that's up to you what you want to try um, to do. I'm just going to take it. All right, so uh, it comes down uh, the platform, or the, the tendril to the platform, uh ignites that in kind of that blue color. Then you see it erupt out of that broken tendril that you're standing near and make a deck save. Eight. Uh, 
three of those D6s are ones. Uh, six, seven, eight, nine lightning damage. All right, GW, this thing swings kind of wide. I'm going to um, wait for it to, like, on the upswing yeah, okay. and then charge it. Good. So it swings far away, starts coming back like a pendulum, almost gets close to back where it was before. You get under it and just force it back near where it was um, and up against the other thing. And Umu casts Tear Wounds on it. Nine. Okay. With that, you can see, like, these ganglia or whatever, um, these endings kind of start reattaching to each other and braiding into each other and pulling up the slack, like, between this slack rope bridge and making a tight connection again. Uh, And you see, uh, basically, it looks like, for all intents and purposes, it has been reattached. You get the idea... Uh, another one of those blue um, pulses comes from, but from a different side this time, down another bridge, hits the tendril and erupts it in that blue kind of inside of it. But when it gets to the side, it leaves down that tendril that you just recreated to the far platform. Uh, and you see it looks like you've sort of stabilized the platform that you're on right now. You Only said there 854 was, left. There was... There was one more that had the same problem? Well, the one adjacent that has the same problem, at least. Um, Everybody can roll a perception check if you want to try to get a better idea of what's going on on the larger scale. 20. Okay. 18. 18. Kira's clueless. Um, You start to get the idea, looking around with some of those higher numbers there, um, that this is not something isolated to this area. Like... Uh, it wasn't just the one thing that was disconnected. Like you can see a small percentage, but in terms of the hundreds of these platforms that there are, a significant number of them that seem to have lightning running uninterrupted across their surfaces rather than jumping from one to another down the tendrils. I've only got so many spell slots, guys. (laughs) Man, this goat is having a bad headache. Um. So you're standing on this platform. Occasionally, this blue energy is harmlessly pulsing under your feet, escaping through one or more of the connections. Um, You've caught sight a little bit as you're kind of standing here and catching your breath and looking around at all the platforms. On some of them, you can see that there's some of these, like, gremlins, but you can only see them fleetingly in the dazzling explosions on the distant platforms. Uh, The air here, as you've taken a second to just calm down, you notice is obviously kind of electric, uh, electrically charged. You can see that the hair on your arms are standing up and on your heads. Seriously, Dad, I have hair. uh, Like kids on on an experiment. (laughs) Yeah, I guess Alma doesn't. (laughs) Um, Umu, you look particularly fluffy. My moose sense is tingling. From this effect. Your deer. deer. My deer sense is... It was that, that wasn't that good of a joke anyways. <laughs> uh, but your fur is dancing around like divining rods to and fro, pointing toward the nearby explosions. But uh, more and more, it seems to be pulling toward one direction. Like you can see Umu's fur is like drifting toward, I mean, it's hard to tell directions in terms of north and south, but we can say for the sake of this, it's kind of like, you know, what you might approximate as a northeasternly type direction until they're smaller, closer charges, then it moves a little bit. But 
when there aren't, you can see it sort of pulling that way. And we just huh. stares back at everybody. What? <laughs> uh, can I look in that direction and see if I see anything? Yeah, you can roll. I guess this would be investigation because you kind of have an same. idea that you're looking for something. Okay, 19. It's pretty good. That one. Okay. <laughs> you look in the wrong way or just looking at uh, Umu's fur and seeing you thought you saw a flea. Uh, kind of got you weirded out. I don't think I see a flea. I know I saw a flea. He's <laughs> um, probably got the fleas named. Okay. <laughs> I guess you'd have to ask him about that. But Ama, uh, you do see that there is one concentrated section of platforms that is just constantly erupting uh, in lightning, but it's a number of bridges and platforms away from you. Like it's going to be a Again, with the strobing kind of going on here mm-hmm. and the fact that these platforms are shifting around in the way they they remain connected, but the bridges sort of start making little hooks and getting more slack and being pulled really tight. So, so it's hard to tell what the shortest path would be if you wanted to go in that direction. Oh, no problem. But you do get an idea that it's That's that where way. I should be. Well, that like, that's where the the biggest part of the chaos is. Well, I rolled a 19. So does that give me the sense that like that, like I need to go there to fix it? Because I don't want to. Um, you just, again, uh, that's less of investigation that and more like just perception. trying mm-hmm. to figure out like what you need to do here. Um, but you think, uh, you know, you, you were sort of told you got to try and fix what's going on. Uh, in the brain, it looks like that's the most chaotic part of the brain. Cool. So you've got that to go on, I guess. I cast Spider Climb. All right. Is that a concentration spell? I what does it say? I don't know. I don't have any spell cards. I bet it is. So you probably have Spider Climb. Uh, I'm following. For a while. I'm not sure. Whomever is nearest me that, that is not side. climbing or flying. But that does make you very. Uh, Adept to being on any of these surfaces. Yeah, I yes. can I can go like upside down sideways. Yeah. So if any lightning comes at you in the future while you're spider climbing, you'll be able to roll an advantage on your dex checks. Or if I make you roll a dex check to run across a platform, mm-hmm. you can just run across it. Okay. I'm flying. So just <laughs> mark your spell slot. Since that's I also don't know how many spell slots doing. I have. I know that it's a level two spell. That can last up to an hour, by the way. Okay. What, what are you? Are you a wizard? I'm a druid. Oh, druid. Well, then you'll I have didn't the realize we already had a number of spell slots. Yeah, you've got four first level, three second level, and two third level, and you know two cantrips. Okay. This, according to the sheet I rolled, I know three. Oh, wait. I, this one might not I, count because it's weird. Right, one of them could be a racial, or could be something else, or it yeah. could be that my one of them is completely useless because it's just you make the club that you already have really good. Shillelagh. Yes. Yeah. Hmm? We're sign languaging. Okay. So We're four signing. level one, three level two, two level three, and three yes. cantrips. Yes. But cantrips you can just use as much as you want. Apparently, I was out of out of date on my sheet. Oh, you get an extra. At fifth, you're supposed to get an extra, but Umu was third. Right. And And we just gave basically fifth. Except for the spells. Yeah, you just didn't update that. Yep. Anyway. You had different spells. I was shoehorning and everything, but I missed the cantrips when I looked at them. Well, yeah, you wouldn't have needed needed those. Do you have what you can do with your spells? 
in this place, like your third level spell slots. You told me not to do any spells for third level spell slots. You told me to do the two special spells you had. You have those, though. Yeah. Still. Okay, because that was from last time. So I just making sure you still had them. Yeah, I still got them. Okay. So um, you do think that, you know, this is relatively safe for the current moment, at least. Um, but is there anything you want to do before you, or, or what do you want to do? Uh, so I cast spider climb, I guess on myself and then just kind of walk over there. Start heading in yeah. that northeasternly type direction. Yeah. To I'll the fly. center of the chaos. All right. And so you just start heading across those platforms. I'm following if I'm able to. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty easy to find plat or tendrils that don't look as hairy to climb across. It, sometimes it might take you slightly longer, but uh, sometimes those connections, if they don't go straight to the platform you're heading for, they go to another one and then you can cross over. Um, you have a couple more close calls with some of the lightning coming across, but in either sprinting across those areas or dodging out of the way, manage to make it across a half dozen or maybe ten uh, platforms that start getting you closer to that chaos that you see. Um, uh, as you do, you can see a small mass of what looks like uh, just dark outlined creatures moving to and fro um, on some of the on some of the other platforms. And as you cross over to the next bridge, uh, your path toward the lighted. Uh, trying to make it toward that lighted cluster, you see a big flash. Uh, and on the far side of the platform that you're on, a gremlin has just chewed through one of the connections. Um, but it has its tube of that tendril next to its mouth, like a giant straw. And despite the fact that this thing is like gnome-sized, it opens its mouth to a large enough size to basically put this giant fluorescent straw into it. <laughs> And as it has the tube in its mouth, a blue bolt of energy rocks across the length of the tendril from the other platform that it's coming from uh, and explodes as it reaches him. And you watch the gremlin convulse momentarily as the boundaries of its form morph and twist and its shape getting closer and closer to coalescing each time it's re-illuminated by the flashing of nearby platforms as it's about 100 feet away and just outside your dark vision until it seems to take the form of a man in matching green slacks and a button-down shirt with gold buttons on it carrying what looks like an odd black spear attached to a sling across his chest. And uh, you can make an intelligence check tell you if you notice anything my strong suit figure anything else out nine eleven i lost my d20 19 basically you get the idea that even with that 19 it's hard to tell exactly what's happening you get the idea this thing was obviously just transformed by having this connection through that tube uh, and it takes a step towards you and shouts at you. It's it's a language you don't understand, though. I shout back at it. Hello? Like, what are you shouting? Or in what language? Um, I'll probably speak common. Okay. And just shout, like, I love you. Okay. 
Uh, as you do that, you can see the thing kind of pull the spear-shaped thing up to its shoulder. And a crack blasts out. And a section of the ground beside, like underneath where you're flying, just under your feet, crunches like it was hit by a rock thrown at great velocity. Um, I shout it again. Okay. And Good keep call. in mind what my ring does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's very loud. Oh, yeah, that's that ring. I'm your thinking other of ring. your other ring with the resistance, which may have worn off by now. I'm not sure how that works. You're just all Yeah, it is very loud. Like head to toe. Mm-hmm. Which honestly um, makes it so that you're sure that this thing can hear you, but it doesn't look like it takes any notice of the things that you're saying or has any comprehension of them. Okay. What did you want it to? So it, what it did you want it to say? Puts its eye again, kind of behind that spear-like thing it has up on its shoulder, and you hear another crack come across the distance between you. Uh oh! Um, and again, smacks into the platform, uh, and a big section of it just erupts like where it hit and cracks. What's the range again? About a hundred feet away. Okay. Maybe 120. I'm going to shoot back at it. All right. 25? Yeah, <laughs> I'll say that it's. 13. All right. Is that with you? Well, he's already acted. That's right. So that arrow sticks into Wait, this. No, just eight because he hasn't taken damage. No, he hasn't taken damage. All right. The arrow sticks into the side of him. And he daggers back just a step or so and starts aiming that uh, device over at you. Second attack. Okay. (laughs) That was briefly a 17, and now it's down to a 3. So 11. Uh, Yeah, that hits. Now I can do Colossus Slayer. Mm Mm-hmm. Six total. All right. As you do that, the second arrow goes into it. Um, You see him shrink back down to like that gremlin shape and just explode in a burst of the blue light. Woohoo. All right. You're welcome. I want to go grab his spear. All right. I'm calling that shock. When he transformed, the the things he had are gone too. Like he just, everything he had turned back into the shape of the gremlin and exploded into a thing of blue light. So there's basically nothing there but some of that blue glowing stuff. Okay. This whole time I'm making my way back over to the the same place I was trying to get to. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's where you've been trying to head. Like, you've been going platform to platform. Um, I just wanted to make it clear that I didn't stop. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Apparently I'll be there in a a few short years. Right. (laughs) That connection that you... um, saw that last gremlin sever was where you were heading. It was like the most direct route to the next platform, but again, not the only route toward the destination. So you cross again, bridge after bridge to new platform after platform. And as you get even closer to the glowing cluster, constantly readjusting for the paths that have been destroyed, the frequency of those destroyed paths starts really increasing. Um, So yeah, the, the frequency of like all these connections being severed is more and more your exposure to uh in a lot of cases though like there's not a lot of lightning coming through them because there's so few of the connections so in that way it's a little bit um 
of a relief, but in the way of trying to find a direct path, it's kind of frustrating because not everybody can, can fly like GW, but you do get uh, closer and closer taking this kind of zigzag route to the way that you're going. Um, can't fly, can't you s- fight, you've also can't crow. <laughs> uh, you've also seen more and more of the gremlins as you've gone. But not all of them have been in their gremlin shapes. In fact, the most common one you've seen are sort of harmless ones that haven't been attacking you. Um, But you did see one transform into one of these, so you'd get the idea there were the gremlins. There are things like goats or dogs or other things that they've been shaped into. Other men uh, that you saw with strange weapons like the one that attacked you that were more like a blunderbuss than a spear after you saw them in action. And though some have seemed to have blades on the end of them uh, that you saw up close and personal as you took them out. So you make great progress. You cut down through enemies in pairs or singles and manage not to take any significant damage or get cut off from your path until one of the platforms skirting the edge of the main action that you've been looking at, um, you walk into a tight spot. Um, So you cross over to this platform and you see it looks like there are kind of uh, built-in like cover that some of those creatures with the blunderbuss type things are ducking behind. Uh, and there are also some other creatures on here. And most of the tendrils to this are severed. And after you get like a few feet onto this platform and you can see those different uh, sort of defenses that are set up, the platform behind you drifts away and you see one of the uh, little gremlin creatures swinging on the edge of it as it goes back toward the platform that you just came from. And you realize now you've basically walked into what looks like a trap. Welcome to Date Night, the tabletop role-playing podcast with me, Mike. If you want to learn more about our show, how to get bonus content, how to listen to us, where to find the podcast where you can see art and maps and just generally just about everything related to the show, it's best to check out our website at d8nightpodcast.com. You can also find ways to support us there, like maybe becoming a premium listener, buying us pizza, or supporting an episode and having your very own message read. Click the sponsor tab to find out more. As always, we love you guys and appreciate your support any way you can provide it from sharing, subscribing, just listening, or sponsoring us. Now... Let's get back to the story. So you ran across the platform and it just got chewed off behind you and one of those gremlins went swinging on the long rope. So you can see there's some X's around the board that I set up. Those are places that used to be connected and are currently not connected. Um, so now there are currently two open spots uh, that you can see connected. And as the lightning flashes, uh, you get a you get sort of a, a view of the scene that's going on here. And you've kind of got the idea that you're dealing with things uh, from pot- potentially another world. So I'm not going to try to keep describing them maybe in your terms. I'm going to or your character's terms. I'm just going to describe them in our terms to make it a little bit easier for now. Some of the things you see first are 
there are four soldiers quite a ways away from you, kind of holed up behind barricades. There's a little bit of barbed wire between you and them, uh, scattered across the map that blocks some of the, the ways that you could move. Uh, four soldiers or four groups of people? Four. Those are four soldiers. The, I mean, soldiers by the army men standard. Oh, okay. Um, those are the ones with the guns, basically, like you just fought on some of the other platforms. No, that's a shock lance. So then on the one of the two still attached platforms, you see a wave of four gremlins rushing down it in their normal forms. Uh, but the things that are closest to you right now are a farmer who's standing there with a... That's supposed to be representative of a pitchfork, that, that Lego spear. And there's a chicken kind of next to him. And then there's a really loud noise from your left, which is actually somebody running a lawnmower into your direction, wearing 70s short shorts, um, a striped shirt, and basically some disco chains around it as well. So that's kind of an overview of the scene. I think the first thing we're going to have to do is roll some initiative and figure out where everybody falls here, which is going to be a bit of a challenge. Mm, 20, not net. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> uh, I'll roll. Sorry. Can I re-roll? <laughs> do you have advantage on initiative rolls like I do? No. Well, then no, you can't roll. But <laughs> I did bad. Yeah, loser. <laughs> it gives you more t- time to learn your spells. Mm-hmm. I'm mm. still going to be woefully incompetent. All right, so... <clears throat> Anybody 20 or over? Me. Kira. Do I have anybody? Level five spells. Yeah. Okay. Um, spells are level five, or they're spells appropriate for a level five character? Correct. Okay. So I was about to say, I'm not at level five spells yet. Um, anybody 15 to 19? No. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, make in my own personal notes, let's leave a giant space for everybody else. How many bad guys do I see here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I guess I'll go ahead and write the health of these things down on the page, too. Uh, Okay, 10 to 14. 13. Oh, 13. 13s. I got a dex of plus one. What's yours? Dex of plus three. All right, so GW. (coughs) What was that, seven? Hmm? Number. What's what number? Your initiative number. I'm keeping track as well. I rolled a 13. Okay. All right. Uh, five to ten. Wow, really? Uh, that Ooh. means... Wow. Oh, no, you're... Oh, five. I got oh, five. Five. Is it Alma or Ama? Ama. Ama. Or Ama. Orin. Orin. Orma. Orma. <laughs> Ama. 
Amanana. Like mama, but they spell it A M M A. Amanana. Make these soldiers like the right. So hold on. The the thing representative of the Enderman. From Minecraft. Yeah, those are gremlins. The, all four of those are gremlins? Yeah, they're all supposed to, I just don't have four Endermen cool, to cool, be cool, them. Cool, 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 so cool. I made him like the captain, but they're the same. They all look kind of the same. This is very good for our audio podcast. <laughs> yeah. Images will be shared on our Facebook page and Twitter he's, and website. He's the captain. It doesn't make him any better, but he likes his title. So mm-hmm. it's his only tenuous grasp of power. <laughs> Building a rich backstory for this. He'd also be good in middle management if this was Earth. For this evil entity living within the brain of a goat. He's like that manager you had on second shift at McDonald's. He's that guy. I never worked oh, at McDonald's. that guy. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm ready to go. I've got the initiative, I think. There's a lot of people on this board. So to kick things off, we'll be Kira based on what we got going on here. So there's a lawnmower coming towards us. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And remember, this is all taking place in a theoretical goat's head. (laughs) Right, on one basically neuron of this goat. (laughs) So Kira's not really going to know what guns are, and he's the only one coming close to us. Well, you do have the idea based on your experiences crossing the other ones. You already saw one shoot at us. You had a couple on your way here, like, that you took out. Uh, so you get the idea that these things are shooting projectiles. So you do know that they're like crossbows, but loud. They're like you've a seen the blunderbuss, and you've seen actual blunderbusses. So these are like those, but they don't. You know the the retorts a little bit different, but that's about all. Okay, in that case, um, so far as this map goes, I'm going to go for the guy that's behind the green. Crenellated thingamajigger on the far right. It's the castle spire. Yes, that thing. Yeah. So he's got uh, half cover, but you ignore that as sharpshooter, right? Yes. So Kira pulls back her bow, aims at this guy who's got a gun over the edge of this barricade getting ready to fire, and... Rolls a um, 22. That will hit. What's your um modifier? (laughs) That was plus eight. (laughs) Um of plus eight. Five. Okay. For me, he's left soldier. All right, so you stick an arrow uh, into part of what's exposed here, which is basically his torso. Uh, Doesn't knock him over, but staggers him a little bit. Oh, yeah, I can go again. Yeah, you can. Uh, 21. That also hits. 21. And now he's below max health. Ten. Okay. So as you get like this little spark of this lightning lighting things up for you so you can see this guy nice and clearly, you let loose two arrows very quickly, one into his torso, one into his neck. And this guy, uh, again, reverts back into like that gremlin form for a second and then explodes into a scattering of blue uh, phosphorescent light. Uh, could you remove him from the board? Yes, Mike? I can. All right. Can I make? Do I? What do I touch to make him explode into blue phosphorescent light? Uh, tap him on his head. No, no. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I actually installed a pink grenade in there. All right. <laughs> Why 
um, character sheet. So, all right. So the next turn is somebody who's not yet on the map. Uh-oh. So somebody comes Uh-oh. barreling down the other connection. Uh, Add a little box to my list. Basically, what you see here is uh, again. I'll describe it in in our terms. It's a bunch of roller derby girls. So they're coming down this path, and I'm treating them as a swarm. How does the goat have a <laughs> how does how does a goat have a perception of what roller derby girls are? Did they take the goat to the roller derby? That's yes. for you to imagine. Oh. All right. So the roller derby girls come out to about there. It's Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> and that's oh, they can dash. So they're gonna take some cover around here. All right. Now the gremlins who are coming down the other path are going to move. So I got to move all these dudes. Move your mic so that you can reach and still speak. <clears throat> Hi. We're getting up close and personal now. One, two, three, four, five. Hello, audio friends. I'm moving little pegs five hexes at a time. Welcome to date night ASMR. All right. <laughs> Their turn is done. It's the Grease Wizard's turn now. All right. The Grease Wizard. Huh? Oh, no. I'm out of third level spells. <laughs> I'm going to fly over and I'm going to pick up the lawnmower. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You're flying. That's definitely within your distance. So, um, roll a contest of what are you trying to do with the lawnmower? I'm just going to pick it up for a sec. Are you trying to take it from him or? Um, yeah, we'll see. I'll take right. it from well, him. Well, let's roll a, a strength contest. Put it on his head, aren't you? Yeah. Mm, I got a five. I got a seven. All right. <laughs> so you yank the lawnmower. Uh oh, greasy hands. <laughs> uh, from this guy's yeah. grasp. Yeah. All right. Yeah. My hands are really greasy, though. You got to keep that in mind. My hands are always greasy. Oh, no. What are you doing? So I lifted it up just enough. And then, um, yeah, I I dropped it on his head. Okay. Fair enough. Roll a a dex check as you fly over him and try. Yeah, it's definitely running. (laughs) No. It's very loud. (laughs) That's an uh, 21. (laughs) Oh, God. The worst. Oddly enough, hits. Mental Go ahead image. and roll 4d6, please. You want four? Uh, yeah. Uh, 10, 15. All right. Uh, so you drop the lawnmower on this poor sap's head, and you hear it, and you see blood shoot out the side of it. And then you hear it grind on the metal chains that are around his throat, around his neck, and pull them tight into the blade. Um, but it, you can hear a big grinding noise inside the lawnmower right now. We've now officially and are doing date night saw edition. Where did you land? <laughs> well, I guess are you landing or are you no, still flying? No, I'm going to take. I'm going to take the rest of my movement because that was not that mm-hmm. much and move uh, up. Okay. Oh, okay. Up higher. Yeah. Listeners, I apologize for these poor, grotesque yeah. mental images. Put yourself on there. No, the timer! Oh. All right. Yeah, so you're, Whee! we'll say, 25 or 30 feet up in the air. 
It says 30, so he's 30 feet in the air. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. All right, Umu, you're next. Umu. I'd like to cast Entangle on these four gremlin guys in the back. Sure. What's the radius on that? A 20-foot square. Aw, he's got little things. Here's some leaves. A 20-foot square. You can sh- put put it where you want it. This is starting to remind me of those like flannel graph things. Yes. Everyone can fit in it. Yeah. Mm, I don't think that guy gets in it. If it was on a it was was in a diamond. Yeah, if it was in a diamond shape, it would. It's on part of his hex, but it you straighten it out. See? He'll fit. Okay. I mean, when I said it, when I said it, when fits, I set it down, they were all underneath the paper. Okay, he's if on half, fits, so that's ships. enough. So they're in entangle. What happens to them? They have to. Well, first of all, it's difficult terrain. Mm-hmm. And secondly, they have to do a strength saving or be considered restrained. I'm gonna double check to make sure that does say restrained. Restrained. Yeah. All right. Until um, the spell ends. What do they have to beat uh, against my spell save DC? Which is a 14. Okay. Two are restrained. Okay. I'll say, for the sake of this, the back two. Any damage? No No damage, but they have to take their action to make a strength check again to see if they free themselves. Oh, so they're stuck, stuck. They're stuck, stuck. All right. They are stuck. Now, um, it's the lawnmower guy's turn. (laughs) So and he's he, he he's rolls gonna, to scream. Yeah, he he's screaming and but choking, so it's kind of gurgled and uh, he's trying to get himself free from under the lawnmower. Yeah, I'm just picturing okay. saw here. He pulls himself out from under the lawnmower and stands up. And he's a horrible, horrible mess. He is a mess. He's very bloody. I gotta move my chair because I can't stand or sit. Please, someone put him out of his misery. So I'm just going to stand up now. He's going full Mercer. Yeah, that's all he can do. That That's his action to and his movement. So next is the farmer. Uh, the farmer's going to send his chicken to attack. So the chicken lifts off, moves. It can move 40. It's going to try to get to Umu. Umu? Five, six, yeah. Okay, and the chicken tries to peck you, and misses. <laughs> okay, uh, reaction, he takes three poison damage. Okay, uh, he doesn't do anything for that? No. Okay, the chicken explodes into a puff of feathers. Poof! <laughs> and the farmer's like, oh, man. Uh, now it is Amma's turn. <laughs> Back. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. There's so much movement. We just lost half our viewership right there. Our, our lis- viewership? Lis- listenership. We've lost yes. all of our viewership. <laughs> our dedicated our viewership. Okay, um, Ama doesn't have any good spells, um, but she does have... Yes, she does. You have as many as I do. <laughs> I mean... Not kidding. You've but got the all random these. prepared, probably. Oh, okay. Oh, my... Based pre- on what they got. You can have up to... What now? 
uh, prepared. You can have... It's been a while since Alma did magic and she forgot how it works. <laughs> so she turns back did... into Auron and what's hits your it wisdom? with axe. What's your wisdom mod? Um, plus a lot? Plus one? Oh, wow. <laughs> no, Whoa. Wait. It's wisdom. But I'm proficient in that. Auron so wild shifts into Dern. It's just one, so it's... But I'm proficient in that. No, Doesn't I'm not. Matter. Never mind. Wait, no, that's Auron's sheet. Sorry. I'm so confused. <laughs> Okay, three. You can have nine prepared spells at level three. Did the sheet you find have prepared spells? It on had it? prepared spells on it, but they all suck. Okay, well, those yeah. are your prepared spells right now because you can't prepare new spells in battle. That's fine. Okay. I'm sorry for this diversion <laughs> where okay. I learned how to play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Druids and Dragons. I want to hit it with my club. <laughs> All right, Shillelagh. Shillelagh! Yes. Okay, well, first I'm going to cast a cantrip. Shillelagh is a spell. Yes. Is it's it a cantrip. Is it one of your prepared ones? Cantrips yes. are free. Yeah, she but had it is that one as one of her Tells me I can only know three. Yes. She, had, she said that was one that she That's had. one of my cantrips, okay. um, and I use it on my club, I guess. Okay, so your club grows uh, three like sizes. the Grinch's heart. <laughs> Um, and now it's big, and that's a bonus action, I think, right? Yeah. So now you still have your movement and your action, if you'd like. Um, hit it with the shillelagh. Who's nearby that I should hit? Farmer dude. I guess mm. I'm going to go for the... Or is the farmer dude? close enough that I could get to him? One, two, three, four, five. You could get about to the edge of the fence there. You'd still be 20 feet or so away from him, I think, if your speed is 30. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry, I'm just I'm I'm learning how to do this. Um I don't know what to do. Cuz I don't think I'm going to be able to hit him cuz I don't think I'm going to be able to get close enough. Not with the club. No. You could hit him with something if you have ranged or you could he- if you have heals or buffs, you could use those. What spells? Or you could just dash or try to Okay. Try to move. Let's Let's see. Um, if you run there and then do poison spray, that could work. Yeah, but I'm worried about doing poison spray inside of the goat because I'm worried that it's going <laughs> to hurt the goat if it lands on the neurons. We're on a neuron. It's okay. You are pretty teeny. Okay, I guess. I'll <laughs> run up as close to him as I can get. What's the range on poison Ten spray? Feet. Well, you can move and see if you can get within 10, the, goat the shortest route. Um, I think I'm within 10. <laughs> she just crashes she over crashes the barricades. barricades. I think she can just get to the corner of that fence. I counter them the other way. Yeah, like there. Okay. That's within 10, right? No, he checks his five. So yeah, that's ten. No, that's no, twenty 15. feet. Okay, well, yeah, fifteen. Alma runs that far and then I don't know, just trips and falls down, and her belt breaks and her pants fall down in a funny <laughs> way because she's not good at anything. <laughs> Poor Mella, like you're fine. It's just sometimes you can't get to where you want to get right away. Yeah, I mean, that's all. I, I can use my sling. Yeah, go for that. I don't have it written down under attack, so I don't know how much damage it does, but I have a sling and 20 stones. All right. Roll an attack. 17? 
plus your stuff. Yeah, that that. Well, who are you aiming at? The farmer. Yeah, the farmer. I'm already up in his grill. That definitely hits the farmer. <laughs> okay. I think it's a D6, but it might I'm be a D4. I'm double checking. I'm pulling D4. it. D4. Is it a? Excellent. Yeah. A Dex weapon, then. Take yeah. that. So it's whatever that is plus your Dex bonus. Okay. Uh, four. All right. So you smacked the hat off of the farmer. Uh, and smack him in the head with a stone. Sorry, guys, I'm a little rusty. <laughs> and everybody's running for the Lego hat. All right, great. Um, and I, I do announce that. It is the three soldiers that are still up. It's their mm-hmm. turn. She was 15 feet from him before. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. I don't know Something how to play like this that. game anyway. So. All right, so the soldiers, the two down here who just saw the Grease Wizard, or the two on my right... Who saw the grease wizard drop the lawnmower on the guy's head are going to take shots up at him. Oh Why? Uh, 14 and 8. Uh, they means. both do not pass. Okay. <laughs> so crack, crack. You hear them shoot out and sail past your... Uh, one's pretty close. It just buzzes past you. The other one's way off. Um, the other soldier has kind of a straight shot at Ama. So he's going to take a shot there. That's a 17. That does hit. Okay. Let me do uh, five points of piercing damage. That sinks into you uh, under your leather armor, I'm guessing. Yep. And the other guy's dead. So the. Mama is starting to really miss her other half. The next turn, uh, Ingo, the swan sails over from one of the other uh, areas that has been cut off from one of the other platforms and lands near um, Ama, if you could put him on this side of the fence. No, hit me with your best shot. Hit me with your best shot. All right. No, on on the other side, if you would. Okay. And he casts a tongue whip at the farmer. These are horrible mental images. Could you not? And it doesn't work. And he says, I believe I'll try something different next time. (laughs) Okay. And Kira, it's your turn. Uh, Does, how does ensnaring strike work on a swarm? Did did you go? Yeah, I did the uh, entangle. Right. Gotcha. How does what work? Ensnaring strike work on a swarm. Does it affect the whole? I think it's on a target. It's on a target, but if you're treating a something as a swarm and this, you have it as, yes. That counts as one creature if it's a swarm. Okay. So if I were to cast Ensnaring Strike on it. It could theoretically ensnare it, yes. Okay. Do they count as having acted since they ran into the room? Yes. Oh. I'm still going to attempt to cast Ensnaring Strike. I just don't get my plus. Okay. I don't hit because that is a 10, I'm assuming. No. So roller derby girls just skate backwards a little bit out of the way on their, uh, as they're heading toward you. Does it look cool? It looks so cool. And their knee pads are like mismatched and stuff. It's great. Aww. Uh, do you, was oh, it, yeah. What was I ensnaring did. strike? Is that a bonus action? Yes, bonus action. Okay, so you get another attack. And I think it's on your next hit, right? So you've, yes. you've charged up like your bow with it. I rolled okay. a two again. So zip, zip. 
you can't hit these girls, <laughs> which is also their roller derby poster slogan. All right. Um, Everybody has a concentration. So that's your bonus thing. and your your two attacks. Unless you want to move, I guess that's your turn. I'll move up a little bit closer. All right. How much closer? A little I'll bit. use my full movement so I can reach back people. Five, six. All right. Good. Um, the roller derby girls act next. So they were kind of skating uh, out of the way there. And they are just going to kind of do a... <laughs> what are you holding? They can move. Oh, no. That's looking shape. close to me. That's pretty close. All right, they're going to try... That's 10 feet away. If she's, she's in that right hex. There. Yeah. All right, they move up to about there, and that's about what they're going to do for their turn. They're getting ready to pummel into Ama. Uh, who's sort of the tip of the spear here. All right, now the gremlins go. So two of them can move half their speed, right? The Correct. two who aren't restrained, so they can move uh, two. Actually. All right, and the other two have to roll strength checks. Correct. Have to be to 14. They're still restrained, so... Two gremlins make a move. One breaks free of the entanglement, and the other one gets right to its edge. Um, but the other two are still stuck in the back. This guy, even though he can't move, um, well, I already used his action, so I just can't do anything with him. All right, uh, Grease Wizard, you're up. I'm going to cast Grease on the ladies. <laughs> uh, sure, what's the range on that? Um, Is it like 60? 60. Well, count it out. You're close. Um, well, I've also got a flight speed of 60. Okay, yeah, so. you could move for sure. Um, one, two, three, 40. Okay. Here, put your grease there. Is that, the is that specifically on them or on the area? It's on the area. Okay. All right, so they have to make what? Dex check on their skates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on their greasy skates. Which I assume is not going to be great. Well, it's a 16 against your spell save. On skates? Mm-hmm. That very... is my spell save. So Come on, just skates. Pass. Na- sk- oh, wait. So they, they win? Yeah, or they, they, lo- they win on a tie because the roller wins. But skates are, and they're probably, rollers. A, skates are probably a negative one, right? Because no I way. casted it with my... That's why their dex is so high. It's because I casted skates. it with my... And they are used to weapon skating. Weapon of math destruction. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, how does that work? It You know, it works. Because you've <laughs> used a lot of those charges, haven't you? Yeah, but I went a very long time without using it. So I've only used, like, one. All right. Because I know you used it twice in the stomach. Two. That would be twice. Yeah. <laughs> but the, I hadn't used it previously because we went weeks without okay. fighting. So what does that do? Can it get it subtracted from a save or does it have to be added to one of your rolls? It may fudge the math of any attack or damage roll you make with the weapon. Okay. So you didn't make an attack or damage roll, so you can't you cannot fudge their save. You add or subtract a number after rolling. But 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 the DM determines the result. 
I would determine the result if you were able to oh, roll honey. it, but you can't roll it. Oh, honey. He tried. But corn no. and grease, no. you can he fry no. some corn, fried no. corn. No, they're okay. they're fine in it's the grease. Fine. Okay. It's still... You the, still have a bonus action if you want. The are just corn cobs. <laughs> <laughs> Bless um, you. Did you want to move at all? I know you were... Um. <laughs> Unfortunately, you have now made their wheels work even better. Yeah, they're extra slick. Uh, no, I'll just fly. Keep hovering there. Yeah. All right, I'm move. Okay, I'm going to go. One, two, three, four. All right. And I'm going to thorn whip the the the, the pack of ladies into the barbed wire. You're going to have to get a little closer because it's 10 feet, isn't it? Thorn what? It moves them 10 feet, but the range, oh, the range is, is longer. Okay. Yeah, that'll work. You're, okay. you're within 30. It is still difficult terrain. Okay. So that's 15 plus my spell that's going to be a 21. That hits. And what was the dice on that? So you wrap two. this thorn whip around the whole group of roller derby girls like a giant lasso because yeah, I'm treating them as a swarm. <laughs> I'm just imagining bring your goat to work night at the roller derby. Three. I had my spell attack for that too, or no? Unless no. it says it okay. in the spell. Uh, it's four damage and is pulling them into yeah, the barbed wire. Roll out 2d4 for the barbed wire. One. Big, big roller. Two. So three. So four plus three. Seven, seven damage total. All right. And now they are 10 feet closer to you. So they're in the wire, kind of. So they kind of slip in the grease just a little bit since it was so close. Get thorn whipped as a group <laughs> into the barbed wire uh, where they are resting for now. And they took damage. All right, the lawnmower man. And if they, since they ended their turn in the barbed wire, on their next turn if they try to move, are they going to take additional barbed wire damage? Yeah, they will. <laughs> the uh, the guy with the lawnmower. Uh, <sighs> Trying to get inside his head. <laughs> that is not a place you want to be right it's now. Probably let me pretty help. easy. Let me help. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's mad though. I mean, he's still he's still got got gremlin instinct. So he's gonna use his turn to get the mower back operational with a tinkering check, and he nat uh, fails his tinkering check and get more, his arm sucked into the <laughs> machine as he frees. He finally frees the chain. But it, by doing so, the thing is still <laughs> running, and the blade turns back on. Uh, and he's going to take... <laughs> he's going to lose fingers. <laughs> I thought he already lost some. <laughs> he's going to lose more. Oh, boy. So his hand just gets ground off to the stump. Oh, And then boy. he screams. <laughs> uh, transforms back into a gremlin and explodes, along with the lawnmower, yes. into oh, a Aww. bunch of blue Because I was yes. about to put him out of his misery. No, misery right. is more fun. Okay. Um, <laughs> the farmer and the, the dell. <laughs> I farmer. was thinking it, but I just didn't say because I was like, no, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It was stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, did he move through Wonder Woman there? Mm-mm. No. Did he move he through the grease? Yes. Did yeah. he move through the grease? No, not covering any more than half a hex. Okay. Mm 
Okay. And he's going to stab at uh, Ama with his pitchfork. Excellent. That one might actually, I might actually hit somebody. No! 18? Yes! I've been hit already! That's five piercing damage. (laughs) No, yes! (laughs) All right, uh, that's the farmer's turn. Now it's your turn, Ama. Okay, I'm going to cast poison spray on him. Okay. Um, I gotta make a save, right? Isn't that a is that a that's, is that a cone? Uh, no, it's a single target. Okay. They have to, yeah, they have to. Sort of, I couldn't remember. It's now in my they head. They have to do a constitution a saving throw. Uh, that's fifteen Literally plus one, sixteen. <laughs> I don't lost what, against what <laughs> your spell save DC. I believe that's wisdom. Right for a druid? No, it should be it's, it's it's eight plus your wisdom plus your proficiency. Okay, eight plus six is fourteen. Do you have a s- okay? Well, that's both. That's the proficiency both. and the it's plus three plus three. It's okay, fourteen. So it passes the the save. Okay. He's like, that's just pesticides. Them's good stuff. Okay. Sorry, farmers. <laughs> <laughs> All the, Come on! Our, our large farmer uh, D&D listenership. Sorry. Uh. All right. The three soldiers that are still up, uh, I think those two are going to take another shot at, at the Grease Wizard like they did last time. Oh, boy. Uh, no. Way, way not hits. Uh, nine and seven. No way. Crank, no. crank. As the Grease Wizard just... Shifts from side to side in his uh, as Umu hears flight the, form. As Umu hears the buzzing sound of the bullets, he goes, those things shoot bees. He <laughs> 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 narrowly missed by very fast bees. Grease Everyone look out, they're shooting bees. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the other one's going to shoot at Kira. I think that's his best line of sight there. Uh, man, 11. Nope. I'm starting to get the 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 DM angry bed rolling. Uh, Against right. everyone but me, you're fine with <laughs> me. How All are right. you doing, uh, health wise? Not In- ideal. Ingo is next. I could, I guess I could cure myself. Theoretically, yeah. All right, so Ingo is gonna try to target somebody here, but he's got to roll randomly for something. Oh no, it's a four. Someone kill his father? Because if they did... (laughs) All right, so he does shoot his tongue out again uh, this time. Um, (laughs) Is he still a swan? He is. See that little yellow rubber pelican with the admiral hat? Yeah, see, that's that's why I asked if he was still a swan. Wait, 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 hang on. (laughs) (laughs) I have questions. And pauldrons. I have questions. Mm -hmm. If you knew before that you were going to be using a pelican for this encounter... Why did you have me pick a swan for Because the swan is beautiful. I actually picked the, the pelican while you guys were downstairs. Oh, okay, okay. Why do you own a small yellow pelican wearing we an admiral's hat? We don't ask those hat? questions. <laughs> he, he was on my, my toy shelf over there with the sci-fi toys because he's like a little eraser dude. He was with my other dudes. Uh, yes, Will has his own special toy shelf. The guy, the uh, farmer fails his save and gets tongue-lashed by Ingo. Or I gave him such a tongue lashing. It changes that expression from yeah. now on. You shouldn't be inside this thing's brain, you cretin. And he tongue lashes him, and the farmer gets yanked toward Ingo, uh, turns back into a gremlin in midair, and explodes into blue 
goo that goes all over the top of the roller derby girls. Yeah, what, what get him! Huh? What about his hat? Yeah, that disappears too. So now the roller derby girls are glowing phosphorescent blue, which is a really cool effect. And well, and one that they'll cool. be applying again for their next roller derby. <laughs> That's right. We're back to the top of the order with Kira. Well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm helping. Kira's like, who's gonna die next? Pretty much. That's what I was leaning towards. I'm gonna go for the one that's behind your melee map block. Thing. Okay, that's the one that just threw bees at you. So go for it. <laughs> <laughs> now it's cannon. Twelve. No, it's not a bee cannon. Uh, Twelve. <laughs> in my head, it is. It doesn't. That doesn't hit. It sticks into this barricade in the front. Well, I then rolled a twelve plus eight, so twenty. That one does. Okay. Has he taken damage? No, not yet. Ten? Ten damage? Yes. And finally get to use ensnaring strike on him because it's on okay. my next weapon hit. Well, the ten is going to burn him, so it, it uses your poofed. ensnaring strike. But he gets poofed uh, into blue, which lights up this barricade. And Are the you- goo that's left over gets ensnared. Yes, the goo is ensnared. Are you guys familiar with the with the episode of The Office where Dwight does the fire drill? Mm-hmm. And then the they're all panicking, and then the fireworks start going off, and Andy turns <laughs> around and goes, The fire is shooting at us! Like, <laughs> like yeah. that's how I'm imagining Uwu right now. <laughs> Please! Please! These bees are really bad at flying. Though. But since he's a druid, he's also a little worried about the bees. He hopes they're okay after they get shot out. Oh, man, those bees, they went too far. Not They've bees. gone too far. All right. Um, hmm. What am I going to do here? Die horribly. All right. The roller derby girls are going to pull themselves through the rest of the barbed wire. So that's going to be 2d4 that they take. Three. Three. Ooh. Okay, so six damage. Then they uh, merge on the other side. I guess, Ama, you would get an opportunity attack on them if you yes. wanted to swing your shillelagh at them. Yep. Shillelagh! You guys just like saying shillelagh. Uh, yes, and I'm word. the only one who should get to say shillelagh, With just your, for the heck okay, of it. Okay, I'll call it a shillelagh. Okay. <laughs> uh, so just a shillelagh. Roll? Mm-hmm. Darn it! Oh, I want my old dice back. These are going in the bag. <laughs> so, I don't think an 11 is going to do it. Uh, it does. Their yeah. AC is 11. So you smack them with your shilliga. What, <laughs> uh, what damage does that do? That does 1d8 plus 6. Okay. That's okay, well that didn't... 9. That's not bad. It's not great. It mostly kills them. I'm going dead. back to my old dice. So you clock one of the roller derby girls with it who gets knocked back into the barbed wire and uh, explodes. But the rest of them keep skating on. There are actually multiple gremlins in this swarm, but I'm just treating them as one creature. It uses the rest of its movement, now that it's out of opportunity attack range, to try to charge into Kira. And because they're charging, they get a, they get a bonus. All right, that's... Uh, um, Wait... 
they were, where were they again? They went through the so barbed wire right, right next were to... Were they on this hex? Mm-hmm. No, they mean? didn't have to go to that hex to get through the barbed wire and so around. on this, okay, never mind. Yeah. That's why Amma got the opportunity attack. Gotcha. Uh, that's a 25 to hit. So no, I'm gonna guess that misses. That, that probably no, hits. it misses. Okay. I'm, I'm under like eight, eight Just in case cover. it hits, I'll, I'll roll the damage. Uh, no, that misses. I don't want to always die again. Most of this is you take for- 23 points of bludgeoning damage. Jesus. Repeating, get, I don't want to die again. As you get checked by this force moving at full nice. speed through 23? Mm hmm. And I need you to make a. Uh, your choice, dexterity or strength save. Dex? Mm hmm. You are prone. Okay, so Hold on, I'm trying to figure out what I add to it. Isn't it a one? Dex? Or is it a seven? That's a seven. Okay. Okay, I'm proficient in saving throw, so do I just add my proficiency, or do I add proficiency plus and the mod? Both. Okay, then it's a 13. Okay, here it is, not prone. <laughs> okay. Um... The roller derby girls use the rest of their movement since she's prone um, to just kind of start circling back around to about here. All right, uh, it is the gremlins in the back's turn again. So uh, the first two are going to just try and run and dash. The one moves up to Ingo and takes a swing at him with his claws. And that will hit. Oh, he's, he actually, they, they have a bite attack, not a claw attack. For six damage. All right. Um, the other two have to strength save, right, if they want to do anything? One's going to try and fail. The other one starts chewing this connection. Okay, he doesn't use his action to try to save. All right, uh, Grease Wizard, it's your turn. All right. Hey, Ingo. Uh, yes. How much HP do you have? Um, I'm about halfway down now. No, but like how much? I don't know what that means. Like percentage-wise, how good are you doing? I'm like half. Right, but if I was supposed, to, if I was going to life siphon, I feel you, like half good. If I was going to siphon some of your energy away, do you think you could handle three six d ten? Six d ten. I don't know what the number six d ten means. <laughs> right? <laughs> Is no, that six thousand no, and ten? No. Nobody could handle a possible sixty damage. I mean, it's not going to be sixty damage. No, it but could it's be six. Text. It'll be more like thirty-five. But risk it. Do you think you could have... Hey, could I have some of your soul, please? Just for a little bit. You'll get it back in the morning. No. Um, not if I can help it. Ah, bloody hell. All right. Well, let's go. Oh, yeah, it has to be willing, right? What were you mm-hmm. gonna do? <laughs> I forgot why you were trying to convince him. I just... I guess, uh... Yeah, no. Yeah, he's not a willing creature. Hey, Arma. <laughs> can I have some of your life? Hell no. Oh. Hey, Umu. 
No. no. Hey, Kira. I'm at seven. All right. Hey, goat. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, no, I'm no pretty response. sure that means no. Um, one, two. Hold on, I can move 60, so that's 12, right? Yeah. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, ten, eleven. Okay. Mm. Why are you still doing the voice? I could do whatever I want. <laughs> As he's flying through the air, every five one, feet he's going two, one, two, two three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven. What are you doing? Shh. Eight, nine, ten. And then I'm going to drop <laughs> down in between these guys and thunder wave them. You don't have enough movement to drop down. You're 30 feet up. Well, I you went have on five a feet left. I went on a diagonal. No, you have five feet left. I'm sorry, but like <laughs> gravity. Yeah, but like I went on. I was. Up I here can at see 30 how feet, going up would then... count as your movement, but I don't think going down can count as your movement. It definitely counts as your movement, unless you take fly off and you crash to the ground. But because you were defying from thirty gravity. feet up, right, which I, I was going on a diagonal. You did a diagonal. Like there is no <laughs> diagonal on hexes. They're all, it's the same amount of movement. That's why we exactly. Use so I was. I can't. All right, fine. I came like this then. At a diet from over here, I was at you, thirty. It took you eleven to move there. There was no way you could move there unless they're hexes, not not a grid. <laughs> I'll cast shatter from thirty feet. All right, on the where two boys. on the two soldiers? Mm-hmm. What do they roll? Nothing. Oh, you're still a goat no, boy, aren't you? No, as soon as I started flying, I'm not a goat boy anymore. Oh, okay. Mm. 11 and 14. No and no. Okay. 3d8. Where's my 8? That's a 10. That's a 10. Plus 5. Math destruction. Yeah, you, you can use it for your attack roll. 19. <laughs> They're just liquid. Liquid boys. No more soldiers. So, in case anybody's listening, I'm sure you were lost because we've been doing everything on the map. But basically, what's left right now after the Grease Wizard has moved that distance to the barricade and busted the last two soldiers into pudding. There are two regular gremlins left who are up uh, in between the barricades and the barbed wire near the main part of the group. There are two gremlins still back in the entangled area, and the roller derby girls are sneaking up, well, not really sneaking, barreling up behind uh, Umu, um, Ama, and Kira, who is prone. I'm sorry I I did the name Ama when we already had Umu. Ama and Umu, the druids. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> this on the CW. Do you need to change her name again? <laughs> like Aaron? Umu and Ama. On the CW. Umu, it's your turn. Hashtag I'm not going sponsored. to uh, Wild Shape using my symbiotic entity. I was going to Wild Shape. You still can. <laughs> what so. is symbiotic entity? That's the Spore Druid Wild Shape. Okay, what does that do? I get... Um, Temporary hit points, three per druid level. My halo of spores damage doubles from three to whole that six. That poison thing, yeah. And then weapon damage adds 1d6. Wow. So you just get, like, to be a big fungal umu. Yes. Is that what it is? Like, you're yeah. half moose folk and yeah. or half deer folk now and half mushroom folk? Yeah. 
Cool. Is that that's a bonus action or an action? That's an action. It's my wild shape. Okay. Do you want to move? Uh, or or use any bonus actions? No. Okay. I'm actually kind of happy right there. All right. I guess I should cross off lawnmower man and farmer. Lawnmower man. Uh, Ama, it's oh, your turn. Um. Street. Okay, uh, I'm going to go up to the roller derby girls. Okay, yeah, you can definitely get there. And uh, So they're kind of charging toward you, and you just start charging directly at them now. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm going to... Just a second. <laughs> I'm going to decide what I'm going to... Oh, wait, I was going to heal Kira. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> well, you could still make it there if that's what you wanted to do. Can say instead of running yeah, straight, you would have been able to make it there. Two. That's yeah. your call. Two. Okay, yeah, I'll, 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 um, do heal wounds on Kira. Okay. Yay. Cure wounds. Cure, so so that's uh, what level do you want to cast it at? Um. You get an extra dice for each level over one. I'll cast it at second level. D8. Okay. So two d eights plus your wisdom modifier. You had the modifier once. Um, that's 11 plus, is that including, oh, that's 11 plus three. Yep. 14. 14 points of healing. Kira, as some of your, uh, bludgeoning damage that you received from this roller derby pack that, uh, ran over you, some of the bruises, uh, start to go away already. Thank you. Uh, Anytime. The soldiers are all dead. So it's Ingo's turn. You roll randomly. Uh, he casts telekinesis. All right, so he's going to cast it at the gremlin that's right up in his face. And he starts to pick the gremlin up and, and push him, but he only gets him about five feet away before the gremlin stops. And uh, seemingly passing with his strength uh, against that telekinetic force that tried to knock him backwards. Can Umu talk to him during his turn here? Mm-hmm. Move five feet to your left or right. All right. He flaps a little bit and goes back like ten feet toward you, Sam. Yep, right there somewhere. Okay. Um, now it's back to the top with Kira. Stand up. All right. Well, that's your movement. Can I still act or no? Yeah, that's just your movement. Okay, I'm going to turn and... How close are the derby girls to me? 5, uh, 10, 15-ish. 20, 15, 20 feet. So I can shoot at them with my bow and arrow? Yeah, yeah. They're, so long as they're not right next to you, you won't get disadvantage. Can I still use both my attacks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that costs you to stand up is your movement score. 23 and 24. They both hit. Two arrows into this swarm of derby girls that sink in in between their pads. 11 and 4, so 15. All right. The roller derby girls are down to roller derby girl at this point. So uh, those two arrows take out the two blockers running in the front, and we've just got one derby girl left. Uh, It is her turn. Uh... They're going to go for you like and redirect their uh, after you took it or she is going to go for you 
after you took out her friends there. So she's coming in your direction and going to try to bash into you again. Do I need to try and dodge? Uh, no, it's it's an attack. It's a 17? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and they did move far enough to get a bonus. But it's only one, so she only she does less damage, right? No, she's mad. <laughs> 24 points of damage. I don't want to die. You unconscious? Mm-hmm. Or? Okay. Kira's knocked down again as the swarm bashes into her. Uh, or the, the single roller derby girl bashes into her. And they are going to try and circle back around again to where they were, but Ama would get in an attack of opportunity if if they do. I will take it if they do. Yeah. So swing your club. She She got knocked back. when. That's one. Because they they blasted through Kira. Oh, so they went They went into her space. Okay. What did you get? Crit fail. It's a one. Okay. So they circle back around about to where they were. Or she does. All right. Um, <laughs> I swing my club <laughs> like someone just, swinging for a baseball and just does a full 360. <laughs> <laughs> she just ducks under your club and skates with her hands behind her back over to where she was. Uh, and it's kind of spinning around that area. You know that one guy who goes uh, to Fun Quest on like Thursday family night alone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he puts his hands on his belt buckle and like dances all these skates. Yep. She's got that vibe like she's more comfortable on skates than on, uh, you know, shoes. Than on shoes. <laughs> <laughs> we, it's hard to walk on shoes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I don't remember um, that, but that's okay. I think the only person gremlin in the front can reach would be... Well, actually, he he uh, he can throw a static charge, uh, so he's going to throw one at Umu. And he's close enough for that, and the other one's going to throw one at GW. They can throw like forty feet. Uh, Umu, that's a twenty to hit. That's five points of lightning damage. And GW, that's a nine to hit. Does not hit. So. As uh, the roller derby girl does her move on the roller skates, you just do the same move up in the air <laughs> as the lightning bolt goes by and kind of like point at her like, it's your turn now. Nice moves, babe. <laughs> Rizzo caca. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, who's next? Oh, the dudes oh, in the, the back. Ones. Yeah. Failed strength save, and the other one looks like he's chewed through about half of this uh, tendril. Hmm. All right. And then it is Grease Wizard's turn. All right, so I'm going to fly over to them. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to cast in a, a shatter. Okay. On both of them. Constitution saves? Yeah. With the weapon of mm. math destruction. Uh, Your fourth you have to do an attack roll. Oh, that, right. That's not an attack roll, but they both fail. Right, so, so I'll add save it to it. the... You can add it to oh, the damage if you yeah. want. Yes. Eighteen plus five. Eighteen plus five is 23. twenty-three. Poof and poof. So you have taken out the two rear gremlins. 
<laughs> well, I guess their their brain gremlins, <laughs> the rear gremlins, were something that uh, Ingo was trying to take out. <laughs> All right, um, Umu, what you gonna do? I'm going to thorn whip Wonder Woman. The remaining roller the last derby girl. The roller derby girl. Yeah, that's right. not Wonder Woman. That's Blue Boots. Okay. Oh, oh God. Family off reference. The, off the table. Do? What you gonna do? Fifteen plus hits. Yeah. Okay. And then she tries to dodge out of the way. It's a six and a four. Ten. Ten damage. All right. Please kill her. So you smack uh, into the roller derby girl with your thorn whip. You're trying to pull her closer. Yes. She moves twice as far because she's on skates and then explodes into a blue liquid, so making a little bit of blue goo on the umu. Umu. Just... Uh, not pleasant. Mm. Kinda, she tastes it, for those of you like, who can't see what Mike is miming over here. Uh, plain rotten hot sauce. Mm. Huh. Hopefully <laughs> it's good for the mushrooms. <laughs> Ama, uh, you're up. What we have left, again, just for the listener's sake, is two memory gremlins who are kind of stranded in no man's land between the two sets of barbed wire near the grease. Okay. Hmm. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we also have a Kira who's unconscious that Mike is uh, frantically pointing to. She's unconscious again? Yes. Last time she was prone. This time she's unconscious. Okay, I'll cure this... wounds again. All right, Thank so you. five feet over to Kira, poof with cure wounds. What level? Um, second level okay. again. Oh wait, I should probably mark down my spell slots. So that'd be two yeah. d eight plus three. Uh, my guy's on deck. And that is an eight and a five. Thirteen. So thirteen 16. plus three is sixteen. You're at sixteen yeah. health. She's actually still prone, technically. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, Ingo throws another telekinesis because he rolled the same number. Yeah, I'm like a lightning dragonborn, so I like defibrillate her. This time, the closest of the gremlins gets thrown off the side with telekinesis. Yeet! And is no more. And now it's Kira's turn. I'm going to sit up. I just stand up and cure wounds on myself. Okay. Um, they're dead. Sorry, There's guys. One I'm solitary using... little gremlin left. Yeah. <laughs> he looks around and realizes that he is alone. <laughs> yeah, he's not in good shape. For seven points. Can't really get away anywhere either. Nope. Uh, he's going to just run 10 feet forward toward Umu and throw a static charge at him. That's not really towards Umu. Now he's not on the space that he was. Well, he can move more than that, but that's about how far he's going. That's a 14. That's a miss. Okay. Sails past as you're kind of like inspecting the blue goo and duck your head down. The static lightning sails over your head. Yeah. Umu with the blue goo is safe. Uh... Next is <laughs> Grease Wizard. Um, Firebolt. Yeah. All right. Roll a, an attack. Heavy emphasis on the t. Yeah. Uh, this is a good time for Firebolt, probably. 21. 22. Yeah, definitely hits. 
So for all your damage. That's 2d10 now. Yep. And I am a big boy. You are a big boy. <laughs> You're a big boy Four, now. Nine. Thirteen. Right. You got it. He explodes into more blue goo, and seemingly uh, the scene has been cleared. Seemingly. Seemingly? The, uh, the tendril here toward me, or, or toward Kira, mm-hmm. toward Amy, not toward Kira, is on the halfway side of the board. chewed through, but uh, doesn't appear to have come all the way off. You watch a blue bolt of energy come down to the end of it and still make it into your platform and light it up instead of throwing lightning across its surface. Um, Tinker check again? Try and You get the idea that these other ones, though they were detached, have been sealed in some way by these creatures. So um, even though they're not connected in the other places, this is the first time you've seen some of the things sealed up. Is that okay. good or bad? Looks like they didn't want to get hit with lightning, basically. So, so I guess we just chill here for a can while. I try and tinker it back together. I want to go ahead and drop the entangling. Okay. Area. Yeah, entangling's gone. Uh, is grease concentration or it just lasts an hour or something, right? I think it just lasts an hour. It's a cantrip, isn't it? For you? No, I wish it was. I thought you got had it as a cantrip. No. I think when we did the bandit battle, we had it lingering. Mm-hmm. I think it's just there right now, but it's easy enough if you want to move it around. Last a minute. Oh, okay. So after we had it for days. <laughs> after the combat, yeah, but you were using it different. Yeah, you weren't yeah, using no, it to I be know, slippery. Right. You were using it just to be flammable. Um, Ingo sits down and starts to try and like meditate and try and heal himself. Um, Same. He says, um, "I believe we are getting close to our final destination." It, Maybe a good time to keep an eye on things, but maybe to take a quick breather and try and recover. Yes, yes, yes. Short break, yes, please. So, are we ready with the short rests? Sure. Yeah. To move on? Okay. That's exciting. While you were here on the short rests, you could see that through all of the electricity crackling nearby, uh, the quickest way is across that bridge that was getting gnawed uh, apart. Uh, you definitely had a chance to catch your breath here a little bit for the first time since you've been inside this goat. Meh. That's a fun sentence. That's a, <laughs> uh, weird way of putting that. <laughs> so, um, you can get a commanding view of where these connections lead during your rest because of how often the uh, darkness has been um, speckled with this lightning. Uh, goat rave. You can see, though, throughout that time that a thin line of gremlins or mental demons or whatever we're calling them have been coalescing on a single platform uh, that's not far from here. It's maybe three away. But that platform never seems to fill up with them. And after a while, it seems as though the lines of those gremlins going to the platform seem to trickle out a little bit. And then there's just a single dark spot here and there on other platforms uh, that you can see. But the the cluster's activity of electricity in the middle there is manic. It's up to constant blasts of energy that eclipse any storms you've ever seen in your lifetimes. Um, And at the center, where all of those lines of gremlins had been streaming towards and sort of meeting, there is a huge dark mass. Okay. Super gremlin. What do you want to do? 
Start heading towards it. All right. Yeah, I mean, we got to take it down, I guess. Uh, what's the plan for how you're heading toward it? Are you Most going quickly? Way. Are you going sneakily? Like, are you just running across these uh, connections? Or Ingo, what would you recommend? Um, I believe I can fly in that direction. <laughs> well, I believe you can fly. Um, I will probably wait until I see some sort of action occurring there and then swoop in and do my best to aid you. Okay. I was thinking we go there and then we hang back to scope it out. Yeah, I'll do my best to sneak using spider climb. No, wait, I don't have that anymore. Never mind. Okay. Maybe, maybe just not sneak, like, sneak all the way there, but get there and just right. stay back. Yeah, I slightly. agree. So wait, the gremlins are just appearing on these platforms, or they're all like co- marching? Like they were marching, it? like lines of ants, okay. just up to that big central platform. But now the lines of ants have really thinned out, and there's just one here and one there. So they basically they've had time to all collect on the central platform, and they're turning into this dark mass. Uh, you can roll a perception check, I guess. Investigation. No perception, perception. is good. Ten. Yikes. Thirteen. Nineteen. Kira, with your uh, ranger eyes, as you uh, take a glance across to that other platform, you don't think that these are individual things anymore that have massed uh, on this platform. It looks like they've sort of coalesced into a single mega body. gremlin. Yeah, and it's it's pretty big. It's a big mega gremlin. Uh, it's like a huge. Uh, it's hard to tell exactly what shape it is from from this far. It's a huge, it's hard to tell what shape it is exactly from this far. How many, like, tendrils are are coming off of the platform that they're on? That one? That one looks like it's intact. Like, uh, most of these have about six or seven tendrils on them. It doesn't look like this one's been touched. Like, it looks like this is uh, a place that they haven't tried to damage or anything. Mm. Um, so we couldn't sink it? No. Well, I mean, potentially. Uh, you see that the tendrils that are near it, a lot of them have pieces cut off of them, and you see the explosions are big on the surrounding uh, platforms, which will make it a little bit tricky to get over there. Um, but this one seems like it is connected, and it's one... As you watch the sort of pattern of these pulses, looks like a lot of them are originating here uh, uh, to those surrounding platforms. Don't want to sink it. Okay. Huh? So sneaky? Yeah. All right, everybody roll stealth checks, please. Oh, boy. 20. Natural 20. Yes. Nine. 19. All right. The, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, most pass in, in that. So uh, you guys stealthily get up much closer. You know you're one platform away. There's one between you and it. And you could potentially stealth across it, but you're going to risk having a lightning bolt hit you. You think, based on the way they're timing and going through this platform, if you made a mad dash across it, you could make it with maybe make it without getting hit by the bolt. But if you try to sneak, you might get hit by one or two. So I guess that's your call if you want to try and keep this stealth or you want to try and make a dash. Um, it's hard to see for dashing. based for on, dashing. The, on the... The platform's up a little bit from where you are, so it's hard to see what's going on on it, but it also might obscure the vision of you from up there a little bit, too. Dash. Let's can, do this. Can, can I just have a quick rundown on what mm-hmm. the lucidity does again? 
Yeah, the lucidity allows you to change some aspect of either the narrative, yourself, your friends, um, or anything around you, the environment, to a way that would be a little bit more advantageous than it originally was. Can I... um, Can I use it to pause time so that we have time to go across to this thing without having to do a mad dash without having to sneak i mean without having to like to, like like from the perceptions of this thing we're just yeah. Poof there yeah okay um i think yeah what you do then is you kind of close your eyes for a second as everybody's getting ready to make a mad dash across this piece do you say anything to them because they're kind of getting ready to just burst across and run. I don't know if this is going to work, but go now. Tap all of them on the head. <laughs> okay. So you do that, and as the blue light starts streaming down from the above platform, coming down the ramp, kind of like a slide coming down toward you, and when it hits your platform and the lightning starts to uh, hit one of those empty, like detached spots where the tendrils were, and everybody's still a few, you know, strides away from the other end. You just kind of close your eyes and imagine that the tendrils have not been, was never there to begin with. So instead of having like this uh, severed connection, you just have part of the sort of circle of this platform there where it basically heals over almost like a, a scab, but but less obvious, I guess. And then it absorbs all of the energy into the platform and sends it on through one of the other tubes instead of exploding and lightning over you. Um, and you get a clear shot toward that platform running up to the top without having to try and dodge any of the lightning or anything. Okay. All right? So, looks like it worked. Um, and as you get up to the top, you have like a little bit of... Mm, uh, like a ledge that you can look over without really revealing yourselves. You see the huge black uh, kind of humanoid uh, turn around and start kind of just walking over to the side where there's a pile of these like uh, blue goo that you've seen, like this big pool, but it's so thick it's sort of made a, a heap. Um, and when he turns and you get him in profile, you only can see him from the front. Like, if you look at him from the back or the side, he's just a shadow. But on the front, um, he's wearing this white apron, but it's more crimson with blood spatter that's all over it. Uh, His teeth curl around the stub of a wet cigar, and sweat trails down from dark hair that is plastered right across his forehead. Uh, There are piles of that goo in front of him, and then you see some gremlins who are marching in their true forms, some marching in the forms of humanoids, like soldiers, some couple in the forms of dogs, and many, many still in the forms of goats uh, that are trailing up, are uh, forming a line in front of him, perpendicular to him. Uh, He's sort of improportionately large compared to them, and they pass as if on a conveyor belt, stick out their necks and wait for him to bring down his big two-headed, two-headed, his two-handed cleaver down for the chop. And in one brutal blow, uh, their tongues lull out of the side of their mouths, their bodies fall over with sickeningly regular thuds, explode into that blue goo that's all around him, that's sort of lighting up the front of him. Um, 
and basically sounds like the firing of a piston in a machine. Doom, 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 killing over and over and That's over okay. again. Uh, as is uh, ba- basically, um, it sends this small charge of electric across the length of his cleaver as it disconnects those individuals, and he make he gets just a little bit bigger with each jolt, discreetly, but um, definitely larger and visibly sweatier uh, and oh more boy. muscular and more grotesque. Basically, right, we I need pop, to take him out. I pop quickly. up and say, "Hey, buddy, need a light?" And I cast fireball at him. And that's where we're gonna pick up next time. Because he's got the cigar. Yeah, that'll right. be that'll be your surprise. All right, that's where we'll pick up. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Date Night. Bye. Find us I on love Facebook you. and Twitter at D Eight Night Podcast. <laughs> I love you. I love you. You hang up. Bye. Yeah, can you, can you tuck me in? <laughs> or check out our website.